So um, I was just saying the great thing about those Trader Joe's vegan bonbons, the, mm-hmm. the coconut milk with the chocolate cover thing. They're delicious. Is the portions, like you could just eat one and it's just not, it's not a lot of calories and it's satisfying and fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's big, but not overwhelming. But can you eat just one? Do you really have that kind of restraint? Well, I have a little one that likes to eat ice cream as well. Mm-hmm. So you have <laughs> so, to share. So yeah, so I'll never eat all of it. So selfless. Unless I hide it and like post, you know, put it somewhere. You just hoard it for yourself and don't tell them. Did you hear about the naked chalupa? By the way, on a side note. <laughs> uh, you mean a chalupa with no shell? What's a naked it's chalupa? It's naked. Ooh, that's so, just like a bunch of like beans and rice. What are you talking about? No, so Taco Bell test marketed another thing, another uh-huh. vegan thing. Is and it yet, salacious looking? They tested this thing called the naked chalupa, and it's a chalupa shell made entirely from vegan chicken. Okay, uh, I'll bite. So that imagine, let's say, let's say, imagine like, you know those Boca chicken burgers. Imagine that in a taco form. Yes, give it to me. That sounds great. Fried what are you talking about? To a golden brown, and then I'm there, and then uh, I think they put some like fillings Beans. inside. Like, take you know, my money. I yeah. want the naked chalupa. I don't care what anyone says. Give it to me right now. Yeah, it's too late. They test marketed it in Irvine. Come on, and it looked pretty interesting. I yeah. want a naked chalupa. You're just a tease. I think you're going to have to go to the Taco Bell corporate offices over in Irvine and, and demand com- yeah, naked demand, chalupa. Demand your naked chalupa. But again, it was another one of those Ugh. test markets where they just they're teasing the vegans, but they're not making satisfying the them. Yeah, they're just teasing. I want a naked chalupa right now. Oh, and a, a special shout out to Belief. Belief. Yes, Belief. Uh, the company in LA that's distributing all this amazing Taiwanese realistic food. They're, uh-huh. they're famous for their shrimp and their rubber chicken. Oh yeah. They sent me a pile of food. <laughs> oh, they should considering how much, like I had never heard of them and you've been giving them so much attention. Like you, you deserve it. Their food deserves attention because it's right. amazing, shocking, wild. Their shrimp like we, we we dedicated like last episode to their shrimp and that got like a million views on TikTok. Wow. So a lot of people are inspired by the food they dis- they distribute and including you. You know, and it definitely is a specialty item. Their food is not cheap. It hasn't been scaled up. You know, you have to either order it from the, their website or go to a specialty store like Besties or mm-hmm. Follow Your Heart. But it's definitely uh, a great, you know, thing to have at a party. Uh, it's definitely a great conversation starter. Not only does the food look good, it actually tastes good too. It's not like, I mean, obviously they're sending me crap and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that straight from the heart. I will not. Mm-hmm. I will not be sold. So yeah, you're now a, a bona fide influencer. People keep sending you food. At least I won't go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're like singing for your supper. The one thing, though, that's important to me is to make sure that I believe in what I talk about. And I don't want to sure. be a person that just will start singing for the highest bidder. <laughs> it has to be the most righteous bidder. 
the most important thing is try to mainstream veganism. And if that means really uh, accurate-ish food that tastes a lot like um, real dead animals, then whatever it takes. Also, I think that in some ways, a lot of the vegan foods, especially the ones that are, you know, specialty ones, they have to be good. Yeah, because they charge so much, they like they better be good. <laughs> yeah. Back in the olden days, you get like cheese, like before all the cheese was like chemically created with, uh, you know, in labs and made, you know, different with potato starch and you'd, you'd pay $16 for a cheese and then it would be like, what is this? This is not, doesn't taste like cheese. I don't know what this tastes like. You know, those craft singles, the like obviously not vegan, but those craft singles, they weren't legally allowed to call it cheese because it was made with like, I don't know, oil and whatever nonsense. So it actually says on the package, craft cheese food. Well, what about that stuff that, that comes in the container? Like, what is that, Velveeta? You know, oh, st- that uh, spray on cheese? Yeah. I think I once had a vegan version of that and it was cool. I, you know, I have trashy tastes in food. So remember when we talked about Father Yod? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, sure. Oh, did you hear from them again? No. Oh, yeah, they're after oh. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard even the like the Yod uh, archivist was you know not completely displeased with your words. Yeah. Well, I, I, they want to keep the story alive, and sure. And, uh, but in fact, that was as closest we ever got to a true crime arena in in our food world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember how I was like pining for a restaurant uh-huh. that had that hippie commune vibe. Yeah, with unprocessed grainy stuff that doesn't... Yeah, so did you find one? It still exists. And it's, it's funny because it's a, it's a restaurant that I've been going to for years. And since I was in Reseda, I was over in Reseda a couple of days ago, and I just realized it. It's follow your heart. Oh, yeah, that place is great. I didn't, I mean, I haven't been there in a while to remember how unprocessed the salads were, but they, they also were early pioneers in pseudo cheese and all that, too, though. Yeah, they're, well, obviously, what happened was this company, Follow Your Heart, started as a market and a cafe, and they started, I think, believe, with their mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And their vegan mayonnaise kind of took off, and then they built up this big company that uh, eventually was sold to Dannon. Down in yogurt? But I think that they must have separated or um, kept their market operation uh, separate because their diner hasn't changed. And it's the same. Cool. And same kind of kind of cool, kind of alt-style waiters and waitresses. The same bar stool-like chairs and uh, the the counter hasn't changed i mean it's it's the same it's been the same since i've been going there in the 80s when i was like a teenager there was a restaurant and there's also an adjoining um grocery store right yeah you go in and there's a grocery store which has a lot of great specialty items when you walk right in there's all the follow your heart foods the the cheeses the all the different styles of mayonnaise and they have it all in one refrigerated section, but it still has a small organic produce section. Then it has frozen foods. It also has some prepared foods. And I remember I used to always go there and get their club sandwich. In fact, that's where I got when I actually went to follow your heart today. So cool. I went there, I got their, their lentil soup. I got their, uh, club sandwich and they give you these carrot chips it's a healthier french fry 
Sounds great. They gave me some ranch dressing, obviously follow your heart ranch dressing. But it's kind of this wild place. I mean, like, that's the place. That's If you want to get that 1970s hippie commune vibe. You... Without the cult? I'm sure the cults ate there. In fact, it's not far yeah. from where the Spawn Ranch is. Stones throw away from the Spawn Ranch where Charlie Manson had his, his crew. When they ran out of leftovers from the Source restaurant, they went to follow your heart. It was also, too, a place in the valley. So I guess the valley hippies had a place to go to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and also, there was, the, there was definitely a lot of hippies in Topanga Canyon and also up in the Chatsworth Hills in that area, too. So there was also, you know, th- this was sort of a, a meeting place. Canoga Park was sort of this kind of the lower ground area where the, the hippies congregated. But, I mean, I, I, as, a, as a, maybe let's say a, a teenager, young adult, whatever, I saw elements of it. But again, I was too young to really understand that whole 70s vibe. It hasn't changed. It's the same. They didn't change any of the decor. <laughs> they still have like a little right. The, the menu looks pretty much the same. I mean, the, the menus are updated. I mean, obviously the prices are higher, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the everything looks the same. It's, it's a, it, I remember yeah. the one or two times I was there, it's like a very like wooden, earthy, there's like the benches and stuff, right? And benches. I, you know, the thing is, is living in LA, everything mm. becomes this prefab thing, right? You know, veggie grill, you know. And, and I'm not saying anything too bad about veggie grill. In fact, I had That's it great. a couple of days ago. You know, it's it's great, but it's this kind of institutional. It's a it's a fast food experience, and this whole kind of concept of a health food restaurant is almost a dead thing. So this is almost like a. a I mean, especially in L.A. when there was places, you know, the source, uh, you know, all these uh, places where you get big salads. Even like there was this wonderful place that just went out of business a couple of years ago called Full of Life in um, Burbank. And that was another very similar place where they had a market and then this diner that only served lunch. Hmm. And that Not was, breakfast or dinner. No, they only served lunch. Weird. Waitresses with great character and... You know, it's just a, it's a fun place. You get the soup and a salad. Oh, that place wasn't necessarily vegetarian. It was more of a health food place. And in fact, the, the Follow Your Heart restaurant is not 100% vegan, but it's uh, vegetarian. So it, it's similar to what, I guess, what the Source restaurant was, where they do have real cheese as well. But everything is marked perfectly, and they know that they serve 80% of the people want a vegan menu so most of the stuff is vegan or can be changed to vegan you know and it's so easy because the staff and everybody knows the people eating the food you know they know what we're about if you want to go to a place like that in san diego it was actually really good Uh, there's a place called evolution and it has kind of a hippie vibe to it also um, very reasonably priced and very like hippie-ish staff and uh, they make really delicious like a carne asada burrito it's good. Oh, speaking of carne asada. Speak of it. I went to this place called El Cocinero in Van Nuys. Cocinero? El Cocinero. I went to this place called El Cocinero. Cocinero? <laughs> you say it much better than I do. I get killed for my pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, this place is amazing. It's in Van Nuys, and they make some of the best vegan Mexican food that I've ever had in my life. 
and uh, it's incredible. It's like imagine going into a Chipotle and everything is vegan. The cheese, the all of the meat selections and Give the me meat it. and the meat is so meaty and uh, it they they use all sorts of very innovative techniques with jackfruit and soy curls and soy chunks and everything is just beautifully marinated and it's just, and then they you 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 just there's this kind of this enthusiasm I remember going into this place and like you know you go to a place that's all vegan it's like yes you know i'm i'm in a place where i can embroider i could just order anything order on anything. the menu i don't have yes. to think that i have to worry about the person i'm ordering from the person at the register. I don't have to worry about the person behind the register. I don't have to worry how the food is being prepared. It's just, there's this- It's a righteous place. There's this freedom we have when we go to an all vegan restaurant, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, you know, it's just relief in some ways. Today, even, it was funny because I was stuck in Reseda and I was at a coffee place and I was like, okay, let me get like kind of a breakfast wrap or something like that. And I was at a, it looked like a pretty cool progressive coffee shop that was close to the Cal State Northridge campus. And I remember looking and seeing like, what can I order from this menu? And it was a very breakfast heavy, brunch heavy menu. And I was just like talking to the guy and like, I mean, he must have thought I was insane, uh, but just like, 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 a, okay, so do you have any vegan options? Like, well, we can make things or alter things like this breakfast burrito. And I'm like, and I'm looking at the breakfast burrito. It's like, it says, you know, eggs, bacon, sausage. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, well, you'll get well, a tortilla. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm like, okay, what can I do to, well, we can replace the, the, the meat with avocado and I'm okay. Okay. Well, Avocado and potato. Okay. <laughs> I guess I could have a wrap that has avocado and potato in it. Sounds yummy. And I was trying to explain to him that eggs weren't vegan. <laughs> oh. And the the funny thing is you're the bad guy, right? It's like you're the annoying customer. So Los Angeles. I, it makes me think when I'm in deep Reseda or deep Valley and I'm away from, let's say, follow your heart. Or like I don't know, like the great the great Vin Lo uh, tofu, and uh, which is this incredible Vietnamese place that's also in Reseda. I just feel like that's what a lot of vegans experience that are not in big city centers like New York and L.A. and Chicago and places. Imagine where being an Oklahoma is, yeah. vegan. Yeah. Well. I was in Oklahoma, and there was a lot of vegan options. Really? And, and there was a lot I of... I was, and there wasn't. Depends where, I guess. Where were you in Oklahoma? I was in Muskogee, and uh, all I had was a you know, bean burrito with just beans and a tortilla. I was close to Oklahoma City, so maybe that was a little more cosmopolitan. Oh, different ball game. You know it's freaky when you're driving down Oklahoma and then you see the dead cows on the like on the side of the road. Oh, gee, I didn't see that. I saw that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I don't know. So this was just a little. I mean, I think we just talked a little bit about food. I, I, we it, haven't talked enough about food. So if yeah. you mention enough foods, eventually they'll send you more. <laughs> just 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 sing the praises of every delicious food out there. And you'll get something in the mail. I'll only take the food that I love. You're only singing the praises of your favorite and most delicious ethical companies. And then, you know, some of them might see fit 
to throw you a package. I don't want the Nestle company to send no. me benevolent bacon because there's nothing benevolent about their bacon. He's going to just write on the package, return to sender. Their bacon is good. That that sweet earth stuff is good stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like it's like once you know a little too much information, it's like, oh. And, and I feel like, okay, there's always, there's part of me that says, okay, it's important to make sure that people have these options available. And not like that. Nestle has a big distribution arm, so they're probably yeah. able to get their foods into Walmarts and places where there aren't vegan options. And so it's like it's such a mixed bag. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I think, I think the the best thing to do is for me to not necessarily eat it in my own life, but still promote it to hopefully help the supply chain so that right. more people can to be give exp- people options. Yeah. To, and, and also thinking about it in a person to person basis and not, um, that I'm propping up these corporations because they're already propped up. They're already, they're already working with house money. You want to encourage them to take steps in the right direction because the entity that it is today is not the exact same entity that it was a hundred years ago. And ultimately it's not going anywhere. So you might as well just, minimize harm and i think that the most important thing is even if i were to reach one person i mean with our podcast or with you know with whatever we do with a post on instagram all of us everyone everyone out there is listening to us if we can reach out to one person you know and make mm-hmm. a difference and make someone change their diet and not be a jerk about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, join just... our pyramid scheme for good. <laughs> yeah, Each like... of us just has to turn one person and then eventually we'll live in a better world. What did you have for lunch today, Mike Keller? Mm, the question I dread every time and you know the answer. Um, I had Soylent, but I also had one of those delicious Trader Joe's bonbons. Do you feel like the Soylent is changing your life, making you a better person? No, I mean, look, I I had to do something with a plumber before, so I, I even if I had like wanted to have a three course meal, I you know I had to run back to do the podcast.